Coming up, we're talking big fire. Big news, big fire. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Dis Unplugged. This is episode 214 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Disboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your universal Orlando vacation, head over to Disboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host. You know him. You love him. Ryan the Rhino Clavin. Hello. Yeah, that's sticking. You were hoping it wasn't, but it is. I mean, it's all right. I guess that's what I really should have been called all along. But. It's a it's your call. I will not just I will not only call you Rhino as your introduction. So you either get the full title or you get just Ryan. Till I legally change my name to only Rhino. Mm, nope, still won't do it. Then I will. I will come up with a last name for you that's fun and awkward and kind of encapsulates you. Big shoes. There we go. <laughs> Rhino Big Shoes. <laughs> it's, it's Italian. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, it's uh, a great week. It's a great week to be here. I know that. Uh, we were getting ready to record a really helpful episode for first-timers coming to Universal Orlando. What are you laughing about? should have said Kielbasa. Kyle. <laughs> should have brought it all the way back to the first season. Yes. Kyle. That was, Kyle Bassa strikes yeah. again. If, if you guys don't know who Kyle Bassa is, then you need to do a deep dive into the archive. Yeah. Someone will be able to help you out with that. At 214 episodes, I can no longer help you out <laughs> with where Kyle Bassa takes place in the Universal Orlando Cinematic Universe. The Burt Macklin of the Dizon Podcast. Exactly. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Bassa. God, I, I wish I could even remember how that all played out. I'm sure you do. I, but. I, I We were just talking about food one day, and I was like, oh, I, I I love Kilbasa, and somebody I think somebody else said that could be your alter ego's name, and we we're like Kyle Bassa. Kyle Bassa, yeah, it was, it was something like that. Someone someone will tell us, and yeah, if you're watching it in the comments down below, if you're a listener, just tweet at us or whatever. But yeah, no, we were going to do a very helpful episode for first timers uh, based on some threads that I saw over on Disboards.com, and that's going to be what we're going to do next week now because uh, much to our surprise today, the day that we are recording this uh, on Tuesday, uh, we got some news that we finally know what is replacing emeralds at universal city walk in yeah. rhino what is it it's called big fire restaurant big fire yeah it i'm reading this theming is very interesting for being plopped in the center of city walk yeah well it, so it's there's a lot of interesting things about it the uh the first part is that that Big Fire will be opening this summer at Universal City Walk, and according to Universal Orlando, it will be giant 
open fire cooking. I, I mean, I'm adding the giant in, but we'll get into it further as we go along. But it sounds like a big thing. So they also promised that it will be a highly themed restaurant. I'm not understanding what the theme of Big Fire is, so we will we will dive deeper in and hopefully we'll be able to pull it out there and and get there in, in the next subject that we talk about it with the theme. But we'll we'll do that. So yeah, though, um, uh, Big uh, Fire uh, toast. It will leave, <laughs> it will leave you feeling as though you've stepped into a grand lakeside lodge in the middle of City Walk. Yeah, that's the weirdest part. Like. All this yeah. technological neon wonder surrounds you in the middle of the woods, like this lodge. In the Lakeside Lodge, right next to the big Universal Studios store and just down the road from your Mexican adobo at Antijitos. I don't know what that is. I think adobo is... Uh, it's a seasoning, I believe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I screwed that one up. Add that one to the uh, things I have to correct by the end of the episode. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Don't okay. worry. Okay, so let's go over the theme uh, as they're putting it. Uh, according to Universal... Flannel. <laughs> Flannel, actually. Nicholas uh, Flannel. Uh, Nicholas Flannel. It's going to be a Harry Potter <laughs> Grand Lakeside Lodge-themed <laughs> restaurant. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the two-story, full-service venue will welcome you with warm, modern surroundings from a cozy fireplace to oversized plaid blankets <laughs> and iron design elements. Complete with an outdoor patio, you'll be able to relax by a fire pit or play lawn games with family and friends. And we can't think of a better way to unwind after a fun-filled day in the parks. Shall we break this down right now? Uh, two stories. Awesome. Yeah. More room for partying. That's what I say. Full service. Expect it to be. If you're going to get rid of a full-service restaurant, you better replace it with a full-service restaurant. Do they hand you the plaid blankets when you walk in the door? <laughs> that- or are they nailed up on the walls? Or are you eating on a blanket as a tablecloth? I am confused. There's, it's 110 degrees here 90% of the year. Will will the fireplace be real? Because, again, it's 110 <laughs> degrees here. Yeah, it's a little warm for a fireplace. I'm not saying that it's not always lovely. There are some nights during the holiday season towards the end of HHN where it starts getting chilly and you're like, ooh, I, I hope they turn on the heaters at this place. But Guys, I know the perfect place. They have oversized plaid blankets for all of us. We can both wrap ourselves in them, dine upon them, and sit upon them. I'm I'm assuming that the plaid blankets will be on the wall, though. Just because it also says the cast iron design elements, I feel like those designs are going to be placed I just I imagine this pitch meeting, and somebody was like, they were unprepared, they were hungover, and they were just like, looking around this room, and they saw like a skillet and a blanket, and they were like, what's the theme? And they're like, I'll show you the theme. I'll do you one better. I'll show you the theme. And they whipped out the blanket. And they're like, this isn't going where you think. And they put it on the wall. It's either that or they were having a nervous breakdown. And one day they brought their oversized weighted plaid blanket to work. And like, yeah. yeah. Jim's got it. Jim's got, he's onto something wrapped up in that blanket over there. Plaid plaid blanket. We'll call it the plaid blanket. That'll be the name of it. But uh, joking aside, I love the... I love the idea of this design. Uh, I've talked about Walt Disney World many a times, and I, I've adamantly expressed that Wilderness Lodge is like a home away from home. 
to me because I do enjoy those the wilderness style element in with a Grand Lakeside Lodge here. I think read the rest of this description though. Um, okay. I, well, I did. I did read the rest of the description. Wait, did we we talked about being able to lay down, lay on the lawn to play games? Where's the lawn? Where's the I lawn? D- I did a- read that. Um, the outdoor patio. I believe that's where the lawn's going to be on the outdoor patio. I'm assuming it's going to be a situation maybe similar to uh, to how cowfish is handled, where they do have the patio on the back that has game set up. With all the AstroTurf one can dream of. One, it has game for you. So while this says long games right now, I mean, I guess eventually they could alter it to say long game with family and friend. But we'll, we'll have to see <laughs> goes on that. But yeah, there's, there's a whole lot to dissect. I feel like one piece of concept art for the building just was not enough. No, it, <laughs> it doesn't give a very good, like, three-dimensional... I mean, the building itself in the concept art does look cool. It's got this glitter tree right in front of it, so they're going to plant a tree right here somewhere that isn't there right now. I want to say that's actual lights. That's not a glitter tree. Wait, hold up. I think those are twinkly lights. Oh, great. Well, the magic's gone. Um, Well, they'll have a tree then with lights on it. A tree. Also, another thing, the sole tree of CityWalk, essentially, (laughs) other than the leaning palm right next door. But um, I, I like the sound of the place it just feels like it is in the weirdest place possible oh no it is for sure in a very bizarre place Uh, but that doesn't mean it can't be beautiful in there i mean when they did build antojitos it was a big giant eyesore kind of where it was but it now like i couldn't imagine the city walk skyline in a way without it so i i I'm not gonna jump to. Uh, I'm not gonna jump to. Let's talk about the menu, though. Oh, where we'll get to there. So I just want to make sure we got everything. So greeted with twinkling lights, comfortable seating, and lawn, lawn games for the entire family to enjoy. Because I've, I've got to go back and forth between the press release that they sent out, um, as as well as the blog post on it too. So it. Uh, to want to make sure to get everything. The, the atmosphere reminiscent of summer spent by the water. In, like, Maine, I'm assuming, or, like, Pacific Northwest or something. Pacific Pacific Northwest, New England, Northeast. I don't know. I can't – I don't know which one it is, but – Yeah. I like you're trying, though. You're putting in the effort, and that's what matters It makes me think of Maine. It makes me think of Maine. Okay, let's let's continue on. So, at the heart of the venue will be a custom wood fire grill that will allow guests to see their meal being prepared from anywhere in the restaurant. So, big fire – Big fire. A big fire. Big fire Makes in the middle. Big fire thing. <laughs> I feel like we're going to all walk in and it's very limited dialogue. You're allowed to say the whole time, big fire, big burger, <laughs> big happy. <laughs> big dessert. Mm. They will. They will have big portions. <laughs> like I'm cave sure. people. <laughs> it's a big fire. That's, that's what it's going to be in the heart of the restaurant. The big fire. Uh, for the first time at Universal Orlando, each dish will be expertly paired with the perfect type of wood to bring in the smoky goodness of yeah. each bite. I feel terrible. I'm super excited for this restaurant, but it, it just, just sounds like we're making fun of it for it, this Well, it time. sounds presented in such a weird way where they're like, what type of wood would you like that cooked on? Cedar? 
Well, can I help you with that here? Yeah. From Cherrywood to Pecan Wood. Oh, I forgot about Cherrywood. <laughs> from Cherrywood to Pecan Wood and more Pecan Wood, depending on where you're from. Pecan Wood. The pairings will Pecan add... Pecan Wood Pie. I can't wait for that dessert. <laughs> the, the pairings will add bold flavors to American classic dishes and unique entrees, including a signature bison burger, coffee, chili, and cocoa rub top sirloin, delectable freshwater trout, mouth-watering smoked salads and more so we are definitely going to get that that northwestern that northwestern food style in here with the the bison burger and the the chili and cocoa rub steak as well as the trout so you know my favorite photo is this if you go to the blog post um it is the onion that if you've ever been to a hibachi restaurant like um uh uh, what's the Hana? Sukihana? Is that what it's called? Benny Hana. Benny Hana. Sukihana is a sushi restaurant here. Um, it's the Choo Choo Onion Train. They always put the onion and then they take the pieces yeah. out and they make it up and they squirt the stuff in the middle and they let them front and go, train, choo choo. And it's apparently served on a dish now. Yeah. Can I can I ruin this for you oh, right now for not, a second? Oh no, it's not the onion. I'm is pretty sure the it's the baked Alaska. I thought it was a giant <laughs> onion. So I'm looking at this like, what a stupid photo. <laughs> It looks like an onion, though. Tell me it doesn't. I see what okay, you're doing. Okay, upon closer inspection, it's clearly marshmallow, and I'm a moron. You're fine there. It's, it's cocoa by the fire. I've never had baked Alaska. You, you never even had the one at uh, Boathouse, the big giant one? They don't have it anymore. Oh, okay. I don't Whatever. Think. I thought, I don't want to, I don't want to say last, I, but. I used to get baked Alaska at baked. Steakhouse 55. <laughs> uh, I, I like baked Alaska, so I'm sure I will enjoy this one too. Yeah, that was not, a, I could have really stopped you a lot sooner with that, but well, I, I wish really, I had spoken about it earlier. I really wanted to see that play out, and I feel like, uh, I feel like it was worth it. So remember that big grill? Well, we do know that we'll be able to to see our meal being made right before our eyes. I feel like they went with the same concept for this as they did with the NBC Sports. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, o- open open kitchen. But even then, that, like, that was a part that they said. And then it's like, well, you'll be able to see your food being made. And it's like, no, no, I can't. I watch a whole bunch of other people's food getting made. Yeah. A uh, lot of a lot of corn and stuff, but never mind. But yeah, so the, the this food- is NBC Sports camping. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I see it as. With the Pacific Northwest, though, I mean, I, I am. I, I said that really bad there. Um, I just can't the speak food today. Looks good. Yeah. Oh no, that's what I was. That's sorry. That's what I was trying to get back to. Like the bison burger, if that's the one that we're seeing here, it looks good. It looks like it's topped with like caramelized onions and a nice, uh, big cheesy cheese there. And then you noticed avocado toast with a smoked salmon, some radishes on there. Looks to be oh, sprouts on there as well too. And don't be fooled that that avocado toast is also smoked itself. That's why they're lifting the dish up. A double smoked. A double avocado smoked. Toast? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, Shut unless that's how they door. smoke the salmon, but I'm pretty sure that's a double smoke. I'm pretty sure that's we we can go into that later. But there looks to be a fun charcuterie board with uh, lots of charcuteries on there. So I'm going to try to. I didn't see if the Universal site. It's called the Outdoorsman Family Celebration. The Big Fire Outdoorsman Family Celebration. This seems aggressively heterosexual. (laughs) Do you feel like it's a big celebration there? 
for an outdoorsman. Yeah. I, this seems like somewhere, if I were to bring Ron Swanson to Universal Studios Orlando, this is where I would bring him. Please, I would like the outdoor celebration. Like That's it. All the meats. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's here's but where it works this out. This looks like there's beef jerky in this. Something. I don't know if that's smoked bacon. I'm yeah, assuming it's smoked. I'm assuming everything you get is going to be smoked. Yeah. Unfortunately, even the the photo that I pulled up here still only says outdoorsman family celebration, so it can't go into all the things on there. But you know, we it we, looks real good though. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. I I agree with that. So uh, we already mentioned the the big fire smoke and salmon. I love that they gave it that name. What's this one with the? Is that cheese or is that an egg? Mozzarella. It's a salad. That is the wisconsin cheese maker mm. uh let me get yeah the wisconsin cheese maker so yeah it looks like a big piece of grilled mozzarella on a salad looks looks tasty to me in that way uh we also have the farmer's roasted vegetable gathering nice big hunk of cauliflower and mm. and uh cauliflower maybe some tomatoes on the vine that a pepper <laughs> like son go to the backyard and grab as much as you can in two seconds get me get me the cauliflower i love cauliflower need that. i love it too so uh we mentioned that trout i believe they're gonna call it the fly fisherman success which is an apt name the fly fisherman he caught it great success you. yeah yeah uh, good good for him interesting trout is an interesting choice oh you know i mean trout is uh, it's a staple definitely of the of that that type of I thought outdoorsman. No, no, no. The salmon. Uh, they got it on the toast already. I guess. Salmon. They, they don't need the salmon. Trout. Trout. That's a real man's fish. That's which. Uh, like you want to get that that big trout. You want to get that big bass. You want to get oh, that. I do. That big trout. So I'm fully on board with the trout. You know, a nice rainbow trout, uh, bones <laughs> and all in there. Just eat it right Ugh, off no. the bones. No, no, no. I can't that's do good. that. Oh, daddy, ready for that cowboy ribeye they're doing there? Sixteen ounces of cowboy. A big potato not twice baked but it could be uh served with side dishes on there too uh they're calling it a premium steak i would agree with that oh mm -hmm. god that that looks fantastic and and if that's the i mean that's they said that's the ribeye on there on the one picture that we're seeing of the steak so i feel like that hopefully is the chili and cocoa rubbed steak so if it's a chili cocoa rubbed cowboy ribeye i'm gonna be eating here every single night Oh, wait a minute. A chili rubbed? Chili and cocoa. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm i all on board with this food. A hundred, like 150%. Uh, as much as we just laughed about it all, I am on board. Oh, no, the it. food looks good. Yeah. And it's, it's, if we need double confirmation, it's definitely the baked Alaska is your, your big. I was hoping they would call it the choo choo onion. The choo choo onion. Served it, big far. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of all the information that we have right now on Big Fire. Don't have that opening date. We just know it's going to be opening this summer at Universal City Walk, and we'll step out onto that Grand Lakeside Lodge with the cozy fireplace. Rhino will wrap a big oversized <laughs> plaid blanket on you, hit you with a cast iron pan, and you'll, then you'll go play long games or long game. I'll grow out my beard for the occasion. <laughs> Oh, good, good. I would hate for you to not have a beard. A great big bushy beard. <laughs> okay, now we're really bouncing around. So, 
So that is Big Fire. Look forward to that coming. All joking aside again on that, cannot wait for Big Fire. So that's going to do it for our news portion of this. And uh, we are going to move on to our questions that we got from there. Before we talk about that, I got to talk about two things that we got wrong in the last episode. The first one is to call Rhino out on this. Ethan Envy on YouTube wants to make sure that Rhino knows that the bus from Stranger Things and the artwork is, in fact, from season two. And apparently you said it was in season one. It is so, in season one. But but in the they're, one that the they're saying yard, from remember? The, the one that they're saying is this is a season two related, in their opinion. So you know what? And now he's Are you it, blending stuff together? I've only watched through No, in the junkyard is where she knocks over um the kid who wears the bandana all the time, who has the sister. I can't remember his name. Um he he she knocks him over and knocks him out. I've only watched Stranger Things, but there I remember I've only watched season two twice, but I do remember the bus in the second one. It's where they all yeah went, to hide from the dogs. Right, when Steve Holt is protecting them. Steve Holt, yeah. So I that's what that's what I'm going with. But I just need I need to point it out. Ethan wanted you to know. No, he's I mean he's right. So, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with him. I thought. That bus was also in the first season, though. But you know what? The pr- the thing is, is that there's a pretty significant scene in the movie Super 8 with a bus mm-hmm. and the kids. And I've always felt like Stranger Things was the TV show version of Su- Super 8. So I, I could be blending that together as well. Well, we got it wrong regardless, and we have to pay reprimands for it. And on another Almost. wrong thing that we're doing with it, uh, Plunk wanted to know that Plunk is sad that our episodes are getting shorter. I feel like they're not getting shorter as much as they're getting tighter. In that we're not over stretching anything just for the sake of time. Yeah, like sometimes I'm like an hour is a long time to listen to something. I don't. Here's where I'm at in my life. I'm looking for the 30 minute television experience. Yeah. I kind of want the same in my audio. I've been preaching to. that for you for years. Yeah. That why I can't sit down and watch an hour long drama. I need those short shows. Well, yeah, and like and. They can be just as good. It's just different quality, too. It's yeah. just different stuff. Yeah. So Again, I feel like we still get an, a, a generous amount of stupidity We're in the, the Brooklyn beginning. Nine-Nine of this network. Yeah. There. Got in singing. I have a though. corgi. I could be Captain Holt. You and I'm gay. <laughs> Don't tell my mom. What? <laughs> Well, that's going to be awkward. So uh, that's... I have too many emotions. I can't do this show with you anymore. I'm just finding this out now. Mm-hmm. Mm. I thought you would have guessed by the rainbow resume I handed in that smelled like candy. That's just signature me. That has nothing to do with my sexual preference. I thought you were just someone who dreamed of really like being a Willy Wonka one day or something. But Luring children to my factory with candy. (laughs) Wait a minute. Are you saying that we need a cutaway for the child catcher? Children. Children, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. <laughs> if you, it's it's fun. If you search in your phone for um in the in the iPhone and you type in child catcher, it comes up. A couple of them come up. Oh, I used was, them the other day. D- don't worry. Uh, 
we th- we did cut to that clip there, even though it didn't seem like we okay, did. We, we cut to it. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done that. So I want to start bringing back everything. So we got in Kyle Bossa today. We got in the child catcher. Oh, uh, there was another one I thought of after Kyle Bossa. Oh, Jalapacino. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I, I was going through like old files on my computer, and I have it saved the uh, the graphic that somebody made for us of a uh, of um, <laughs> Al Pacino. Al Pacino. <laughs> now I couldn't remember his name. Holding the ho- yeah. uh, holla bread. Al <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Uh, so yeah, we got beats. Bees? There we go. Got that one in. So now we just need some actual singing in there. Maybe we'll get to it. But now we're moving on to the questions with this. Uh, first one, I'm just going to answer real quick here. It comes from Brent. Brent says, uh, is talking about Canadian deals specifically. Brent it comes from the land of Canada. And Brent said that it, with the exchange rate sometimes uh, being really absurd, that it can make it hard to book a resort at Universal because of money and costs. And he was asking if there is any ever sort of deal that's in Canadian dollars to make it make it more valuable. I would love to hear from our, our listeners on that because I'm not 100% accurate on an answer, so I don't want to give you misinformation. All I can say is from the research I've ever done on it on the Universal website is that they do have a page for Canadian deals. <laughs> I found it. Not the deal. I'm sorry. Al Pacino from Scarface holding a big piece of holla bread. <laughs> holla Pacino. Say, say hello to my little bread. This is from you out there. Yeah. From our listeners. Yes. You did remind this. us uh, who you are that did that because I'm pretty sure that I probably deleted the email at one point in time too. I can find it. You'll find it. Uh, so Brent, yeah, going back to that vacation packages for Canadian residents they are there on a big flashy page and it looks like they're good deals but then of course everything says well in US dollars and then if you go to the United States vacation packages page it's the exact same deals at the exact same prices all in American dollars too so it looks like Canadians just constantly get screwed by the exchange rate which is unfortunate and sucks but you know that's that is the life. But if anyone has has any extra information on that that you could help us out with and help out Brent on, that would be really helpful in the long run for all of us. So moving on to the next question on that uh, comes from Kat and Luke Austin, and they said we have been visiting UO and WDW from the UK for over twenty years and have done a few WDW special tours, Keys to the Kingdom, etc. We've never done a Universal tour and wondered if you guys know if there were tours that ran at universal orlando and if so which ones were your personal favorites we are your age and your advice has never steered us wrong to do so uh or has never steered us wrong to date so we trust your opinion on this no pressure if you've never done a uo tour then maybe a tour episode in the horizon question mark also p.s love the show you are both great my husband matt craig at uo once at hhn and really wanted to offer to buy you a beer but didn't want to look like a creepy british bloke oh you can always offer to buy us a drink yeah uh, most of the time i will turn you down yeah i'm just gonna say you can if it's the conversation you 
that's how the conversation gets yeah. rolling. Yeah, no, 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 it always starts with that. Sometimes it ends up that I usually that, end up buying them a drink. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> I was gonna say a lot of times it'll be like, okay, well then we'll hang out for a house or two, and then it'll turn into like, oh well, I'll just get you on this round, and then they get the next round, and it always just becomes a fun thing like that. So uh, I've made a friend, Alex, who is a listener of the show, who lives in Miami, and every time he comes in town, I'm like, oh, here comes the hangover, <laughs> like because that's how we know each other now. We just keep buying each other drinks all the time. That is that is fun. We so. are terrible influences yeah. on each other. So in terms of behind the scenes tours, uh, I don't have a great answer for you on that in terms of a happy answer. So uh, a great behind the scenes tour during Halloween Horror Nights in particular. Of course, I'm sure you know about the the Unmasking the Horror Tours where you get to go on the lights on tours of the houses, either three or, or six, depending on which one you decide to do on that. But Otherwise, you're getting your your standard universal VIP tours, and that's that's your tour option, not all the the specialty detailed tours that that Disney has. I will say that with a VIP tour, uh, I do have friends that are VIP tour guides, and I can say that when they become a VIP tour guide, just like at Disney, they have to know everything about the different attractions there, as well as the, the, the themes of all the lands and some fun stories and insights. So while it's not a heavy in-depth lesson about all of the story of universal, uh, it can be, if you're, if that's what you're interested in, then definitely press your guide for information. Ask them what the story is in the place that you're in. Ask them for the fun facts. They'll be able to give them to you. They might not just register it, though, if they think you just are in that group that wants to go on a whole bunch of thrill rides, and that's all you're, you want to do. So if, if they think that's your main goal, they're going to make sure you get around to where you want to as quick as possible. But if you care about those extra things, then always take the time and ask them that. Uh, and then beyond that, you can also in any of the attractions we've ever talked about before, where there's some, there's uh, you know little secret, not secret tours, but not unadvertised tours. You can always ask for those, and they're not the same as the keys to the kingdom, but it's a free, short experience that can can get you a little bit behind the scenes, like the one at Men in Black. Going, I like that one. Yeah, it's I've fun been photo opportunity. I've been yelled at many times from people saying that every time we talk about the men in black asking for an immigration room tour, uh, they get then flooded with requests for it over and over and over again, and they get tired with it. But you know what? Keep doing it. Keep asking for those tours. Go Keep down. Keep on keeping. Got to get the get the photos down on the main floor, sign the book, all that good stuff. So sorry I couldn't be more helpful in that, but... I would love to see more in-depth tours on Universal one day. Maybe once the next part comes around, they'll have enough to justify it. Uh, it would be cool if they did like a Harry Potter themed tour or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I was that was one thing I always liked doing when I was a, a QP patrolling the queue. Uh, if there was ever anyone who was interested in learning more about the castle, I would love taking them through and pointing out all the little details that they don't notice. Like I've talked about before with the, in the defense against the dark arts rooms, uh, being able to spot all the different, uh, props that represent the different, the different people in that. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. You're he's fixated right now. The reason he's not talking is because he's been on Netflix trying to watch through stranger things. <laughs> I am three fun. episodes in. No, I, I'm just, we, the kid's name was Lucas. 
and the bus is in it, season one, episode five. It is, but I believe if I do remember from season two, I know two, what he's talking about. Bigger, We're gonna go through the bus. It's gonna come out at us. On yeah, the bigger sides, plot point in that. So we gotta we gotta pump the brakes on that. But yeah, no, I always loved giving tours of the castle and explaining where all the details were. Explaining like, oh well, if you watch um, it, the one portrait or the one stained glass window in there to an average person walking by, you might be like, oh, that's just a, a detail that they put in. And you forget that in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, that that's the, the stained glass window that Neville's sitting beside that that's raining outside and it looks like it's crying and little stuff like that. Well, I always, I feel like cause you get to that, that particular part of the queue when you're up there that you kind of rush through it yes. almost. It's like, because people have stopped. So then the line starts moving and yeah. you're like, this is what the stuff I wanted to see. So it's like, do the ride and then come back through and really take your time. Cause it's, it's just like, there'll be stuff in there where then you go and the next time you watch the movie, you'll be like, Oh, I remember seeing yeah. that. No, you, you have to go late at night, you know, now that everything's happened with the, with the express queue kind of screwing over castle tours and stuff. Um, you know, you, you really have to take your time when you're going through and the best way to do that, do it last thing at night and you'll really be able to take your time, go through the castle and see all those details. But you know, it doesn't ever hurt to ask a team member around like, Oh, can you, I'm a really big Potter fan. Can at some point, can I come back and someone can teach me more about it? They might say yes. I would have. If not, you see me in the park. You see I'll me take rolling. it. If you see me having three beers in my hand, uh, not all at once. You're only allowed to have one drink per ID. But if I put down three beers, then be like, Craig, take me through the queue and talk about it. And I'll be like, sure, why not? <laughs> so I would say, I wish I could say that that hasn't happened before, but it has. Okay, second to last question. This one comes from Natalie. Great show, guys. I just have one question about Universal. I am considering... I am considering of becoming a universal two-park pass holder. I am considering the highest level for the two-park year-round pass. I like all the benefits of this specific pass, except the benefit of getting one free ticket to HHN. Is there anything I can do about getting the HHN ticket? I would like. I would not like for that ticket to go to waste. Honestly, yeah, you can't really do anything about it. It's like in your heart, the hard ticket. You go and you like scan it on one of those days, and it works. Yeah, you know? like the, you can't give it to somebody else. And the, the thing about the ticket is if you feel like you're the reason you need the pass is because of something like free valet chances are you're going you want that valet so much that you're going to offset it enough to be like oh well i can justify the price because of it yeah i, f I forget what it even is to valet at this point i want to say it's like 40 dollars almost or something and so my do it a couple times and you're already like your pass will pay for itself yeah. honestly i mean if I, that's your thing you know yeah i get a frequent fear pass and i would say every other year i actually frequent fear pass for hhn that is i would say every other year i forget to use my free ticket with the pass because yeah, i didn't last year yeah I, I didn't last year either i think i did the year before but then i forgot the other year before that and well and this last year i think they like had a thing where they extended it for like I forget what it was. There was some like weird thing, like the one of the days you could use it, we were there for the media event or something like that. Yeah. That, so, no, that, that has happened before with that too. So it really is, if you feel like you can still justify the, the price difference, I wouldn't look at being like, Oh, I don't want to use that. If not, just get the next lower pass. And you know, I, I, I hate valet at universal. Anytime I do it now, I you, you end up I've waiting. Quit. Yeah, yeah, you end up waiting a lot longer sometimes, and it doesn't work for events like Halloween Horror Nights. And um, sometimes they'll say like no valeting after whatever time because there's a special event going on. So I mm, plus 
so here's the thing. Yes, you save the money on the valet, but then you like the tipping situation. So you're actually like spending money on something that you normally wouldn't be spending the money on. Um, but with that said, I do like my pass. I, I, I like the you get a increased discount. We actually don't use this that often, but it gets the it gets the um, the express after four yeah. too, which is yeah. nice. You know, so if you're if you know you're going to go around that time, it could help you a lot around like holiday season and stuff. Yeah. So um, I think ultimately got a lot of stuff to focus in on and think if you get your money worth out of it. I think the HHN ticket as part of it should be your last thought whatsoever. Is it just that she doesn't want to do HHN? Is that what it is? She didn't say. So maybe you can follow up with that and say if you wanted to do HHN or not. It, it doesn't matter. I, I think you can get your money worth. Uh, last one, just a fun one to answer real quick because we got it asked twice, once by Emily and once by Trey separately. And they said with Bill and Ted, most likely actually three becoming a true true reality i mean everything oh hosting if, if they don't do something when bill and ted three comes out i would be i feel like it would be a travesty i feel like they're not doing anything i know they probably won't but i i do feel like it's insanity because they had this show for 25 years and now there's finally a third movie coming out they're not i don't think they'll bring a show back or anything but what else can they do? They're not scary movies, though. I don't, Although, what's the second one? Bill and Ted. It's Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Yeah. And they did say that death was coming back yes, and going to be in the third one again. So you never know. Death well, I don't see anything ever happening yeah. with it at HHN ever again. I Unless they do after so many years, they say, no, we need a throwback. Yeah. But it'd be it, a shame. Yeah. I think I think it's just ironic that that something that mega fans loved is it a universal property no no i want to say it's mgm yeah if i'm correct with that i'm i'm not 100 percent. i know for sure it's not universal but i think i think it's mgm but i'll give you i'll give you two seconds to look it out ah bill and ted face the music is the name of the new one? Where do you see what the studio is that makes it? I don't know. I just don't you, are you aren't you like the internet movie database production I company? I just I added an extra letter into that word. United Artists releasing Bloom House. No Bloom, not Bloom House. Sorry, no, it's Bloom I just House read what anyways. I wanted to see. Orion Pictures and Orion. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. Orion. That's why. I'm that's like, right. I forgot. I forgot about Orion. I it's, everyone got unlucky. I was about to start singing. If you're going to take any longer looking for that. Why? I, because, what were you going to sing? Then I was going to think a wild stallions song. Uh, oh, it just felt right in that moment because I really need it tonight. And I really need you tonight. Forever's going to start tonight. Yeah. That's right. Okay, well, with that awkward silence, I'd say it's time to end this thing. So uh, thank you to everyone who asked a question in the comments on YouTube there. Uh, I We had a whole bunch more that we didn't get to. But like I said, we're only going to pick two or three every single week uh, to go through. And so uh, keep asking. If you, you have questions, pop up. And if you've already had your question answered, doesn't mean we aren't going to ask it again. But just, just keep sharing it. Uh, uh, it's a nice, fun way to end every episode, especially the ones where we only talk about like one thing real fast. So uh, just do it. 
in those comments down below. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you can head over to YouTube and just ask the question and not actually watch the video. Or, of course, you can always email us, uopodcast at disunplugged.com, or tweet at us at disuniversal or at any of our personal ones. I'm I'm at Teleclaster. Rhino is at Rhino1185. R-Y-N-O-1185. R-H-I-N-O. No, don't give the other one. It doesn't. See, if I tell them how to spell it correctly, they will spell it wrong. So if you tell them to spell it R-H-I-N-O, they'll be like, nope, it must be R-Y-N-O. Well, now I'm going to see if there is an R-H-I-N-O-1185, and he will be destroyed. Oh, you got to lock that one down if it's not. But thank you, everyone out there, for listening and watching. Rhino, thanks for uh, laughing about Big Fire with me. Too late. He's already got it. Okay. You're welcome. Big Fire. Big Fire. I'll light a Big Fire under your butt. With your plaid blanket. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So, if you want any more information on this they, show. Or, they joined January two, 2019. I'm, I am a little PO'd right now. <laughs> you just missed out on getting that. It might be me. You don't know. Uh, if you need any more information on this show or any of the others on the Disunplug Podcast Network, uh, <laughs> com. Home of our show notes page for this show or the other. <laughs> <laughs> podcast network okay keep it together craig k-i-t uh you can find links to facebook twitter instagram and our email address podcast disunplugged.com i'm getting a, i think this rhino is russian <laughs> i think so <laughs> nothing is in, is in english it's very interesting uh you're gonna really want to follow him on that one no don't uh, now this guy's gonna get like two thousand followers out of nowhere and do it right now uh if you're watching this on youtube go ahead and leave comments down below like i said leave your questions we'll answer them uh, a couple of them on next week's show and uh, then hit that thumbs up if you're enjoying this subscribe and make sure you hit that bell so you get notified anytime we have a new video that comes online and if you're listening to this on itunes go ahead subscribe rate and review us and that's all you have to do and enjoy your listening experience so thank you once again to everyone out there for listening and watching hope you enjoyed it we'll see you again next week with another episode of the disunplugged universal edition but until then remember we still haven't changed the name